Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Tuesday the 29th of March. I'm Sophia Franklin. And I'm Steve Forbes. As peace talks begin between Russia and Ukraine, a suspected poisoning throws their legitimacy into doubt. They're not interested in peace. They're just trying to deceive the whole Western world essentially into thinking that you know peace might be around the corner and therefore further sanctions are necessary and gang violence in mexico worsens as the death toll rises times of london daily world briefing delegations from russia and ukraine are in istanbul for the first face-to-face talks in more than two weeks but doubt has been cast over how safe they may be and how seriously they may be being taken by russia It's after familiar tactics from the Kremlin were allegedly used on two Ukrainian peace negotiators and the sanctioned Russian oligarch Roman Abramovich after they showed symptoms consistent with chemical weapons poisoning. They had appeared in Kyiv on March the 3rd for peace talks and whilst they have all now recovered, it's suggested they suffered piercing pain in the eyes and peeling skin. The investigative journalism group Bellingcat broke the story. Christo Grozev is the executive director and told Times Radio he trusts his sources. We only base our assumption on feedback from three different uh, specialists, uh, two of them chemical weapons specialists, who all said that this um, cannot be an allergy, it cannot be anything related to the environment, simply because three men with previous health uh, status that was perfect Uh, at the same time receive exactly the same symptoms. He also believes any order to use chemical weapons must have come from the Russian president himself. There's no plausible way in which hardliners in Russia would have access to to the location where these uh, people were and that this would not be authorised by by President Putin. Uh, Russia is a very, very pyramidal society where the top of the country, the president always pays the political price. And for somebody else to take the decision to poison somebody so high profile as a peace negotiator, they're taking a risk with their own life. So I, I just don't imagine that as possible. 
Some reports suggest the alleged poisoning was orchestrated by Russian hardliners who wanted to sabotage the talks. But American officials dispute that, saying that their intelligence is showing that their symptoms were caused by environmental factors. Former BBC defence and diplomatic correspondent Jonathan Marcus told Times Radio that that explanation is vague. Quite what is meant by environmental factors, I'm not entirely sure. Some of the options that previously were discussed were obviously chemical or even biological agents, possibly some electromagnetic system that would encourage unpleasant symptoms. So it's not entirely clear. But look, uh, it's a rather strange and sinister footnote to a very brutal war that sadly at the moment shows no sign of halting. Negotiators in Turkey on Tuesday have been advised not to eat or drink as a result of this incident. Alexander Rudnyansky, an advisor to Ukraine President Volodymyr Zelensky, an assistant professor of economics at Cambridge University in Britain, said this all shows that Russia was not serious about peace talks. If all of this is confirmed later down the road, that just tells you how the Russians think about these peace talks. They, they're not interested in peace. They're just trying to deceive the whole Western world essentially into thinking that you know peace might be around the corner and therefore further sanctions are necessary but in reality there's these hardliners that are somehow even trying to poison our group of negotiators well regardless of the poisoning allegations peace talks are resuming on tuesday in turkey and tensions are building kiev is seeking a ceasefire without compromising on territory or sovereignty But the Ukrainian president, Volodymyr Zelensky, has told Russian reporters he would be willing to compromise over the Donbass region and become a neutral state. That would, however, only happen after being put to the Ukrainian people in a referendum. Hannah Lucinda Smith is the Times of London's correspondent in Istanbul. So the kind of signs that are coming out of of both sides from both Ukraine and Russia, um, it it doesn't appear to be positive at the moment. And I think certainly, you know, we're not seeing, you know, huge progress towards the main goal, which would be a meeting between Zelensky and Putin. Tuesday's talks between the two sides will be the first in person since the acrimonious meeting between foreign ministers on March the 10th. It's a hopeful sign of a shift behind the scenes as Russia loses battlefield momentum. The more than month-long invasion has seen over 3.8 million people flee abroad, leaving thousands dead or injured, and brought on the isolation of Russia's economy. Nearly 5,000 people have been killed, including about 210 children in the port city of Mariupol amid heavy Russian bombardment, according to figures from the mayor there. Kremlin spokesperson Dmitry Peskov said that talks had so far not yielded any substantial progress, but it was important they continued in person. Meanwhile, the US President Joe Biden has doubled down on his comments that Putin cannot continue to be in power, saying that it was a moral outrage rather than a policy position. The fact of the matter is I was expressing the moral outrage I felt toward the way Putin is dealing and the actions of this man, just brutality of it. But I want to make it clear, I wasn't then, nor am I now, articulating a policy change. Biden did not apologise for his remarks, saying they won't have an impact on Putin. On the way, Canada's indigenous people seek an apology from the Pope, and Will Smith is condemned for Oscars violence. Times of London Daily World Briefing.
To Mexico now, where gang violence is worsening as at least 19 people have been shot dead at a clandestine cockfighting event in Las Tinajas. The western coastal state of Michoacán is one of the most lawless areas in all of Mexico, with the powerful Jalisco New Generation cartel fighting with local gangs for control of drug routes. Police remain at the cordoned off area around the site where 16 men and three women were killed, while investigations continue into one of Mexico's worst shootings in recent years. When President Andrés Manuel López Obrador took office in 2018, he pledged to reduce organised crime with a less confronting approach. However, since then, trouble has persisted and annual murder rates are on track to be greater than under any Mexican administration since modern records began. Bloody attacks on gatherings of rivals have become increasingly common. In recent months, gunmen in various regions of Mexico have targeted funerals and wakes, as well as bars and clubs, in their attempt to take out as many of their rivals at one time as they can. After decades of waiting, Canada's indigenous leaders have travelled to the Vatican to meet the Pope for the first time. Representatives from the Métis and Inuit nations met with Pope Francis to discuss the Catholic Church's role in residential schools across Canada. They asked for unfettered access to church records on the schools and institutions where more than 150,000 indigenous children were sent to be stripped of their culture and heritage with many there subjected to abuse, rape and malnutrition. Cassidy Caron is the president of the Métis National Council and said the Pope offered no apology. He listened and he, he nodded along when our, our survivors told their stories. And, you know, our survivors did an incredible job in that meeting of standing up and telling their truths. Residential schools came into the public's attention again last year with the discovery of the remains of 215 children at a former site. Hundreds more unmarked burial sites have been found since. Some residential school survivors, like Martha Grieg, said that an apology and commitment to repair the harm done is needed. A genuine, heartfelt apology would be a, a first step to start wanting to start healing, but more so for my uh, fellow former students. And a lot of them have now passed away. So, But it's also their um, children that are affected as well. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. With news on an unexpected qualification for this year's FIFA World Cup, here's John Jackson. The United States and Mexico are in an unfamiliar situation when it comes to World Cup qualification. Although both nations only need to draw their final group matches on Wednesday to seal their places at Qatar 2022, they're not used to playing catch-up to Canada. 36 years after their last World Cup appearance in 1986, the Canadians qualified on Sunday with a 4-0 win over Jamaica in Toronto. Canada's British coach John Herdman, who previously spent seven years coaching their women's team, claims the country can go on to become a powerhouse in the sports. Mexico will host El Salvador on Wednesday, while the United States travels to San Jose to take on Costa Rica. 
The hosts are currently in fourth place in the CONCACAF table, which means they could qualify via a playoff. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. It's a moment that's been watched by millions and will go down in Oscars history. And now Will Smith has apologised to Chris Rock for slapping him across the face during the awards. Posting a statement on Instagram, Smith said his behaviour was unacceptable and inexcusable and would like to publicly apologise to you, Chris, adding he was out of line and wrong. Rock, who was presenting the Academy Awards, had made a joke about Will Smith's wife Jada Pinkett Smith's shaved head, a result of the hair loss condition alopecia. It saw the actor storm on stage and assault Chris Rock before shouting to keep his wife's name out of his mouth twice. Then, moments later, he went on to win his first ever Oscar for his role in the film King Richard. The actor's apology came after the Oscars Film Academy condemned Smith over the incident and announced a formal review. And finally, a new record has been set for the fastest female solo row across the Atlantic Ocean. Victoria Evans completed the mission in 40 days and 19 hours on the 24th of March and has since spoken about her desire to prove what women are capable of during the row. The sports lawyer from London took to the Atlantic Ocean alone and beat the previous record by nine days. Evans also beat her own goal by two days and she even celebrated her 35th birthday at sea. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Tuesday the 29th of March. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.